This is Coach Lou Holtz, and you're listening to Building Championship Mindsets, the podcast with Dr. Amber Selke, from the locker room to the boardroom. Dr. Amber is the best in the business at helping you and your team build the mindset that drives results. So lock in. If you can take just one thing away from today and implement it into your life, I know you'll be a better person and a better leader, coach, athlete, parent, or spouse because of it. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Building Championship Mindsets, the podcast. This is your host, Dr. Amber Selkin, where we are in season 10 entitled Performing Despite the Pandemic. Today in episode 12, we are going to look at this concept of savoring because what we know is that high performers savor moments. It allows them to log memories at a deeper level and it ignites different ways of living life in a more meaningful way. So your practice of high performers this week is to begin savoring. And to savor is to really pause to fully experience a moment. It involves this awareness of pleasure along with quite deliberate attempts to focus attention on the sensation at hand and delight in it. What do we know, right? What do we know? Our thoughts affect our emotions, which affect our physiological response, which ultimately dictates our performance. And we know that we give power to what we focus on. And so savoring is giving power to things that we that that bring joy, that bring pleasure, that give a depth of, of the moment, right? That allows us to experience that moment more fully and soak it all in. And so this quote by Earl Nightingale, I think is so beautiful. He says, we need to learn to enjoy every minute of our lives. Be happy now. Don't wait for something outside of yourself to make you happy in the future. Think how really precious the time is that you have to spend, whether it's at work or with your family. Every minute should be enjoyed and savored. Man, the last 20 months has been challenging for a lot of people. Some people have lost a lot of people. And yet the world keeps going on. And so we're reminded at just how short life is, how fickle it can be. And, and despite, you know, whether, whether it's that you've lost a lot of people and it's difficult or whether you're in a season of life that you're just grinding, man, find moments to savor because it goes by so, so quickly. My mom sent my my siblings and I uh, some pictures, some old pictures of my grandma and grandpa from when she was little, from in the middle of their lives, from when grandpa was in the Navy. And man, it just, and we've lost, we lost them both in the last couple of years. And so, and, and I was super close to my grandma and grandpa. I love them so much and I miss them all the time. I'll be doing random stuff and I'll just think of, oh man, what would grandma do here? You know, I would always call grandma to ask her about doing something on laundry or something with food because- those, my, those aren't my gifts, <laughs> but, or, you know, Papa, when I was little, we used to play, play football. And if I miss a pass, he'd always be like, Am, if you can touch it, you can catch it, you know? And, and I'd always make him say, I love you before he hung the phone up. And he was just my guy, you know? But listen, time time goes so quickly. And and Aaron and I are in a season of our lives where we're just working really, really, really hard. We feel like we've been when blessed to have great opportunities in, in business. You know, he he leads his business at Selkie International and he loves his people and loves his business and he just wants to pour into them. And same, you know, with myself being uh, at Lippert in leadership and culture and with Notre Dame football, like just such an opportunity to pour into people and build some really good teams and see impact in people's lives. And so- 
But but even in the pace of all that, as incredible as the work is that we both get to do, you know, you can find yourself in this just go, 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 next thing, next thing, next thing. And so this is something I've been really trying to focus on is how do I savor these moments? Man, when I'm driving down our street and it's fall in northern Indiana and, you know, seeing the just the beautiful leaves colored, just the colors of the trees and them sort of overlapping the streets as we drive down this old neighborhood that we live in and finding the magic in those moments. And we got to learn to savor because life is short. And seeing those pictures of grandma and grandpa and thinking back of like, man, yeah, they were in the prime of their lives back then. Like, I, I wonder what they were thinking and how they were living and if they were really soaking it all up. And because it does, it goes quickly, um, whether it's because of loss or just because of life, you know? And so we need to learn to savor. And so Bryant and Veroff in 2007 did an article where they identified, did a study, not just an article, did a study where they identified four different types of savoring and then five ways that you can actually enhance savoring. So I wanna share those with you now so that we can all begin to incorporate this powerful practice into our lives. The four types of savoring are basking, marveling, luxuriating, which I just like that word, and Thanksgiving, which coming off Thanksgiving holiday week here in the US, I thought this was a pretty powerful practice to share with everybody as well. But what is basking? Basking is just receiving praise or congratulations. And basking in in feedback from other people when you're doing a really good job. And I, I think sometimes we just brush it off, right? We've been told so much like, oh, don't be arrogant or, you know, don't get cocky. And people are afraid, like, oh, don't, don't, don't let their head get too big. Man. Give some people some praise. And if you get praise, just let yourself bask in it. You're working really hard. You're doing really good things. Don't forget to celebrate that. Celebrate the gifts that you have, the unique talents that you bring to moments and bask in that. That's a type of savoring. Marveling. This is just getting lost in wonder. And I I think my tree example, right, of driving down our street in the fall colors, I mean, that's marveling, right? Getting lost in wonder. I was walking rock the other night and it was a cold but very clear night. And so the stars were out really bright and it's just, I was was marveled by them in wonder. And let yourself see things and just breathe for a minute. It doesn't, you know, it doesn't even have to take long. Just take in the views. I remember, I remember when my brother lived in New York City, we were walking to dinner or something together. And I was like, oh my gosh, that building's beautiful. And he looked up and he was like, I walk by that building every single day and I'm pretty sure I've never even noticed it. And I was, and this is just my brother in general. I love you, Kai. But, you know, in New York and the fast pace and always on something or always on your phone. I mean, we can, we can walk by the same thing every single day for an entire year and never really catch the glimpse of its beauty. And so marvel in something this week. So luxuriating, luxuriating is indulging in sensation, right? So whether that's, you know, indulging in in food, right? And what you're eating and actually tasting the food that you're eating or the texture of the food, or when you smell something, like actually breathe it in. The smell of fall to me is beautiful or the smell like right before it rains, I think is also one of my other favorite smells. Uh, just find like the five senses, Take time to just focus on those and 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 luxuriate. That's a type of savoring. And then Thanksgiving, expressing gratitude, being grateful for things. That's a way to savor. That's a type of savoring. And so are you grateful for things? Little things. 
You know, I, I remember, you know, in undergrad getting up early in the morning in South Bend at Notre Dame in the winter time. And, and I remember going out and the sidewalks were already cleared and it was like 6am. And I just remember being so grateful for the amazing grounds crew at Notre Dame. And so those little things, and then, you know, don't only, don't only think it, but express it to people. And here's the thing, I've had enough poor service in my life that when I have great service, I go above and beyond letting them know. And Aaron's always like, oh, here we go. One way or another, right? If I've got poor service or great service, I mean, I I make sure people know about it. And so being thankful for those things and making sure that we're expressing that. So five ways to enhance that savoring. I hit on some of these because I got carried away with the types of savoring, but one is absorption, right? How do we actually be really immersed in an experience, whether we're basking, marveling, luxuriating, or giving Thanksgiving? Be absorbed in that moment. Really let yourself be present. The other is to sharpen your senses. So I, I touched, touched on when, when saying luxuriating, it's about tapping into your senses. But in order to sharpen your senses, instead of sort of going with all five senses, can you focus on just one of the five? Sort of block the others out and just focus on what is the physical sensation of this moment or what is the smell of this moment or the taste of this moment and really amplify that. Um, the other is memory building. So do something to remember the experience. Sometimes it might just be as simple as, man, I wanna log this in a deep memory and you tap into those senses to help you do so. Or maybe you take like a mental picture in your mind, like you see sort of like the old school camera flash, right? Uh, the other might be actually taking a picture or getting a souvenir, right? Whatever you can do to really just have a memory of the experience. When I, I had the, I lived on Emerald Isle for part of my rotational experience right out of undergrad. I was in a rotational analyst program and I lived on Emerald Isle, which is this beautiful island off the coast of North Carolina. And, you know, I, again, I'm a worker. I can very easily get caught up in work. And I just didn't want to turn around at the end of my time, literally living on an island on the beach and not have walked the beach. And so I made it a point to pick up a shell every day off of the beach. So even if it was like quick, I walked out, I put my feet in the water, I grabbed a shell, I put it in my little bowl that I had and I went on with my night or there were nights where I was able to do longer walks or mornings, morning runs on the beach. But that was a way for me to like really savor, right? That experience and make sure I was I was remembering that moment as well. And then the other way to enhance savoring is to share with others, right? Seek out others to experience the moment with. I, we had the opportunity to have Aaron's nephews come up for a Notre Dame football game uh, earlier this season. And it was their first trip to Notre Dame. And so they're, you know, the like awesome ages between like six and 12 and they were awesome. And just their eyes of wonder, like, you know, bring somebody else that you know is going to marvel in the experience that you know is going to really appreciate something. Because when you can see something that maybe you get to do quite frequently through the lens, the novel lens of somebody else, it just makes you so appreciate and soak in everything about it. So it was so awesome seeing their little smiles and excitement and energy and nervousness, you know, and all the different things we got to show them and experience with them. And so experience things with others allows us to savor things more deeply. And then the last is self-congratulation. This is sort of going with basking, but man, feel good about feel good about even giving yourself permission to savor a moment, feel a sense of healthy pride. Like if you can take some time to savor this week, 
give yourself some self-congratulation. Like, wow, good job for taking 90 seconds out of your day to really appreciate this moment, right? Or self-congratulations and yourself, like when you when you practice restraint in a conversation or when maybe you're an introvert and you choose to say something in front of a group of people because you felt convicted to, savor that moment, some self-congratulation and not in an arrogant way, but in a healthy pride way. And, and again, cultivate that experience in your own mind. Because again, you know, what we know is that what we know is that when we savor it actually logs memories at a deeper level and sort of a personal story and application. I have these moments of playing soccer at Notre Dame, uh, two memories like come to mind specifically when I say that one is just riding my bike across campus, trying to make the bus before it left with my bag draped over my shoulder and trying to pedal as fast as I could. And I just remember like driving my bike across the Joyce lot, looking to my left and see the stadium, seeing the soccer fields and facilities out in front of me and the bus parked there and pedaling as fast as I could. And I just remember smiling to myself thinking like, guess what? I play soccer at the University of Notre Dame. And as ridiculous as this moment is right now, God, how awesome is it? And then my other my other moment, and I had several of them, but these two come to mind immediately. My other was the the first game I got to play. So I redshirted my fall season because of my torn ACL and I got to play in the spring season. And I remember running out of our locker room for the first time in my jersey, like actual game jersey, not, you know, in a warm up on top of it because I wasn't playing. Um, and jogging out onto the field and I could literally feel number 29 brushing my shoulder blades. And I just remember turning to my, my teammate Penny and saying, Penny, we play soccer at the University of Notre Dame. Can you believe it? And I was so, those moments, I was so grateful for everyone. And thank God I was, because guess what? A couple couple weeks, couple months later, I got cut from the team because my knees didn't come back the way coach wanted them to. And I had come in with 10 girls and another 10 were coming in and we were the number one ranked team in the country. And so I got cut. And looking back, man, if we take moments to savor, we don't regret. I have no regrets for the time I spent on the soccer team at Notre Dame. And I don't regret, man, I wish I would have been more grateful for the gear that we got. I wish I would have been more grateful to have strength coaches and athletic trainers and, you know, Gatorades and snacks that we could have access to all the time. Now I soaked all that up and I was so grateful for it. And I am so grateful that I did because it was over way too quickly. And, and ladies and gentlemen, that's what savoring does for us. It locks these moments, these good times, these good experiences, these pleasures that we get, even if we're in a hard season, it locks us in and allows us to be present. And when we get out of that season, because here's the thing, life is a series of seasons and this too shall pass. Savoring is a way to connect to these moments, to remind us what we have, where we are, why we're doing what we're doing, to be grateful for it to more fully experience what it means to be human. And again, we can do this anywhere in our lives, anytime in our lives. It requires no external resources to savor. And so your championship mindset training for this week is to savor, delight in moments, feel a sense of pride in yourself, even if it's just for doing this. I heard this cool quote that said, don't just stop and smell the roses, really savor the scent of the roses. And that's what savoring is all about. 
You've been listening to Building Championship Mindsets, the podcast. And if this has resonated with you, we have a ton of free resources on our website, www.selkingperformance.com. And if you would like to get with your own performance coach, please reach out to me directly, Dr. Selking at selkingperformance.com. You can check out all of our coaches on our website. If you'd like coached, and how do I do this better? How do I show up and perform despite? How do I navigate the highs and lows of life? Or shoot, I'm doing really well and I need to up my game. I want to find a new layer of my greatness. Let us come alongside of you because we can coach you to get there. And then again, if you want to follow us on on all the social media platforms, we're on Twitter and Instagram at Champ Mindsets, on Facebook at Selking Performance Group. And uh, if there's keynotes, speeches that would be helpful for your organization, or if you think, man, I'd love to come alongside of you and help you put this podcast out for free for the world, and you want to be a financial partner with us please reach out to me, Dr. Selking at selkingperformance.com. We'd certainly love to have you and, and need some support in that regard. So I would be thankful for it and would savor the opportunity to speak with you. Reach out to me again, but at minimum, guys, again, apply this to your life. Take a step in who you are and how you experience the world around you so that you can continue to show up and perform despite. You've been listening to Building Championship Mindsets, the podcast. This is your host, Dr. Amber Selkin. And from the locker room to the boardroom, I just want to challenge you to continue building your championship mindset.